Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's October 30th, and this is Sorta Awesome episode 266. You are invited to join me and my dear sister, dear friend and dear sister, and Sorta Awesome regular, Emily Harris, as we talk about some stories that are sure to give you a little bit of goosebumps this Halloween weekend. We have stories of ghosty and spooky things that have happened in our own lives, as well as some stories from the awesomes. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. So whether you found us through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, maybe from the recommendation of a friend or from our other show, Awesome Today, it's truly awesome that you are here. Again, this is episode 266. Today, I'm so thrilled that my sister Emily is back. Emily, it has been a hot minute since you have been here. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. Thank you for having me, Meg. I love the topic of the show because I love being scared. I do too. And we're going to talk about our sort of fascination with spooky, ghosty things starting from the time we were children. Yes. Here in a few minutes, I know that you have been absolutely slammed with work since school started. You're doing a double load of school this year, both teaching kids virtually and in your classroom. So I know that you are pretty much smooth worn out. Plum worn out. So I'm so thankful that you took some time to come and record this very silly episode with me about all things spooky for our awesomes. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So if you guys are highly sensitive people like I am, yes, we're going to talk about some spooky stories today, but I promise you, none of these are gory. None of these are like murdery. These are just like little kind of unexplained things that have happened that have a little touch of the supernatural for you. So don't be afraid. Don't be alarmed. And some of these stories honestly are actually quite sweet, I think. So we've got a lot of ground to cover, but you know, maybe this isn't an episode for your little ones to listen to with you, but I promise you it's not going to be anything very spooky. This is very lighthearted take on spookiness, I think. No Ouija boards. No Ouija boards are involved in any of these stories or in the making of this episode. Right. Sort of awesome. <laughs> so we have lots of goosebump inspiring stories to get to here in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. It's the moment in the show where we stop and talk about what effort is making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, a podcast, a product, a movie just like whatever we're into. So Emily, I know you haven't had much time to be into anything except keeping your head above water as you're teaching all these kids this year, but what's awesome in your life right now? All right. So that my awesome of the week is a product by Pacifica and it is called Pineapple Hydrate Curl Nourishing Mask. Okay. And this is for your hair. This is for my hair. This is for curly hair. Okay. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I don't have like super curly hair, but I do have wavy hair, a lot like Daisy. It's wavy. Yes. And as you know, because I've been hounding you about products, I have been trying so hard to master the curly girl method. And, you know, like it's not easy, especially when you have wavy hair where it's not like super straight or super curly. Mm -hmm. It's hard to like find that sweet spot between the, the, actual techniques, and then also the products that you're using. Yes. So this conditioner that I bought, I'm pretty sure you can get it at Target because Target sells that Pacifica brand. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I got this on Amazon. It's not cheap. It's a little pricey, but I've used it a couple times in addition to some other new curling products that I've been trying out. I will tell you that I don't know that I've totally perfected the Curly Girl method, and I think I know why. I don't want to sleep in a t-shirt on my head. Okay, yes. This can be an issue, especially if you do 
need a little bit more support for your curls and your yes. waist. Some people will sleep with that t-shirt with their hair plopped on their head and that just right. feels really uncomfortable for you is what you're saying. Right. But I will tell you that like the first couple of times that I use, and obviously I don't use it every day because it is a mask. So mm -hmm. it's like really deep conditioning. But I will tell you that the couple of times I have used it, I've definitely noticed a difference. Okay. And it smells wonderful. So I'm loving it. All right. That sounds so good. Yes, we have talked and texted and FaceTimed and yes. all of the things about Curly Girl because I do think that you have just enough wave in your hair that you can yeah. go either way. You can either yeah. wear it wavy or straight. But if you do, it's like if you're going to wear it straight, well, then you have to blow it out right. and do right. all of the things. If you want to wear it wavy, you have to like really scrunch and use a lot of products and those types of things. So, right. Yeah. I totally, totally get it. So, okay, that sounds fantastic. We will definitely have a link in the show notes for you guys to check that out. I have been saving this awesome of the week specifically for you, sister. Okay. I think it is the perfect intersection of things that you and I both love. Okay. So this is a book and I am going to specifically recommend that you all check this out on audio. And I'm going to tell you why here in just a second, but the name of the book is Conviction. And it's written by an author named Denise Mina. I actually heard about this book on the podcast Currently Reading, which is hosted by two of our awesomes, actually, Meredith and Katie, and mm -hmm. a handful of other. Mary and Mindy also are regulars on that show. They're also awesomes. Fantastic books and reading show. I always know I'm going to get something fantastic to listen to or to read when I listen to Currently Reading. And so this was one of Meredith, Meredith Monday Schwartz. She's been on Sword Awesome a couple of times. This is one of her picks from a recent episode. Again, the name of the book is called Conviction, and here is what perked up my ears about it. The context of the story is that there's a woman named Anna McDonald, and this all takes place in like England and Scotland. And one day, Anna's life, where she has just been living a quiet life as a almost sort of like a trophy wife for a wealthy old money man, they have two little girls. Well, one day that all absolutely completely falls apart because, and this is not a spoiler, this happens literally in the opening pages of the book, her husband announces that he is leaving her. And okay. so she has worked really hard to build this quiet little life where she doesn't make waves or, you know, no one notices her and then everything starts to fall apart. Well, as the story unfolds, we find out a couple of things about Anna. First of all, she has a huge secret from her past, a huge secret that she's worked really hard to hide. And then secondly, her escape, because she's actually quite bored in this perfect little life that she's built, her mm -hmm. escape is to read true crime stories and listen to true crime podcasts. What? Yes. And so it's like this really interesting thing because she, to escape the trauma of her husband announcing he's leaving her, she has this brand new true crime podcast that has just dropped. And she just like immediately, like he's literally packing his bags and she goes uh -huh. in the bathroom and puts on this podcast to start listening oh, to. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> is the depth of her addiction to all things true crime. And so <laughs> the cool thing is, and this is why I really recommend listening to this book, is that it's this kind of podcast within a story. Yeah. So that you hear the actual audio as if Anna were listening to the audio of this constructed true crime oh, podcast. So you actually hear a yes. true crime story. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, That's yes, yes. Genius. Yes. It's so great. I love the construct of the story. It's so yeah. cool. And so you hear this and then as Anna's listening to this true crime podcast, she's like, oh my gosh, I absolutely know one of these people who was murdered in this true crime story. Oh, wow. And so then again, her life is falling apart, but she just decides all of a sudden she has got to go investigate and see what really could have happened with the story because she does not think that the podcast told the story correctly. Okay. So the whole plot unfolds from there. It is a thriller. There are all kinds of interesting plot lines going on because you as the reader, you're finding out what it is and Anna's past that she's running from. You mm -hmm. have the bigger, you know, sort of mystery of what's going on in this true crime podcast. You have the relationship stuff going on. There's so much happening. But as you're listening, this narrator is fantastic. The woman who narrates it is named Kathleen McCarran. She does all of the accents spot on. Wow. It's so easy to hear who's talking. It's so easy to understand when you're listening to the podcast or when you're listening to the book. 
It's fantastic. I loved it so much. It's probably one of my favorite audiobooks of this whole entire year. Wow. So good. It was actually, um, so Reese Witherspoon has her Reese's Book Club. Right. And I believe it was a pick in sometime in late 2019. So she also read it and enjoyed it. So okay. anyway, the name of the book is Conviction. It's by Denise Mina. I'm sure it's fantastic to pick up and read, but if you are hooked up with Audible and you've got some credits to spend, or if you use some other platform for listening to audiobooks, highly, highly recommend that you can listen to it and really get to enjoy the whole experience. Can't wait. I think I have a credit on Audible, so I'm going to listen to it. Yay. Yay. So good. So good. Okay. Well, you guys, those are our awesomes of the week this week. So if you have something awesome in your life, you know, we want to hear all about it. If you have not already, come and find us on Instagram. We have such a great community of awesomes over on Instagram. And every single Friday, we are talking about our awesomes of the week over there. You can find us at Sorta Awesome Show on Instagram. And if you have not already, please come and join us in this Sorta Awesome Hangout group where it is really, truly the best place to be on the internet. I mean hate to brag, but (laughs) that's true. It really is. And it is awesome to be there because of you all, the awesomes. You guys are the ones that show up every day and make that community what it is. It's an incredible place to be. So if you haven't joined us there, we do talk about our awesomes of the week on Friday, but we talk about all kinds of other things in life, make recommendations, troubleshoot problems, give decorating advice. Help you choose a baby name. I mean, you got a question. We can answer it in the Hangout group. Yes. Come and find us over there at facebook.com slash group slash sort of awesome hangout. And we'll be right back with some spooky stories for you right after a few words from our sponsors. Awesomes, I know from personal experience that no two migraines are alike. If you have migraines, you know that too. And that's why Cove helps you find an FDA-approved treatment that works for your migraine. Cove helps you get the migraine relief that you need, and it's all online. Go to with cove.com and complete a quick online consultation. A licensed doctor will recommend a treatment plan customized to your migraine and your prescription will be delivered to your door for as little as $10 per month, just a few minutes of your time. And you get a personalized treatment plan from 20 plus research backed doctor recommended migraine medications. And you don't have to worry about running out ever because Cove sends your migraine meds every month. No insurance needed, no trip to the pharmacy. It's all online. And those meds are sent right to your door. With Cove, you can have more migraine-free days. And as I've talked about many times in Sorta Awesome, you can definitely lose days of your life to suffering from migraines. All of us migraine warriors around the world know how terrible they can be. And that's why I trust Cove. They've treated over 300,000 migraine attacks and counting. Go to withcove.com to see the reviews. 96% of their customers give them five stars. So get the relief you need right now with Cove. Go to withcove.com slash awesome for 50% off of your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off of your first month of medication and free two-day shipping at withcove.com slash awesome. That's spelled W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, I told you how I've been using Amazon Music for a while now. Now, listen, it has been amazing from the start, but it just got better. For a limited time, you can get your first three months of Amazon Music Unlimited for free. That's access to 70 million songs, so you can play the songs that you want, when you want, on demand, and ad-free for free for three months. If you just want to stream free, Amazon Music still has over a million podcast episodes at no charge, along with thousands of stations and top playlists. My absolute favorite way to listen to Amazon Music Unlimited is with Alexa, of course. I can use it hands-free in my kitchen or wherever I am in the house just by telling Alexa to play one of my very favorite playlists. You are going to love Amazon Music Unlimited as much as I do. Take advantage of this incredible offer today. For a limited time, you can get three months of Amazon Music Unlimited for free. Go to amazon.com slash sorta awesome. That's amazon.com slash sorta awesome to get your first three months of Amazon Music for free. Plan starts at $7.99 a month after new subscribers only, terms apply, and offer expires 
January 11th, 2021. Okay, Emily. So here we go. Are you ready to get spooky? I'm ready. I feel like you and I are pretty much always ready for a spooky story. Always. I could be in the worst mood ever. And if you talk to me about a ghost story, I just, you know, <laughs> something happens. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always, I'm always up for a good, scary story. So what you're saying is that this conversation is basically going to be self-care for you. <laughs> yes, actually, you're right. You were totally right. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? Here's where I think we need to start before we dig into the actual stories. We need to talk about, do you believe in ghosts? First of all, do you believe in ghosts? Wait, are you personally I'm asking, asking you. me? Okay. Yes. okay. This is, I think we need to give our context of our relationship to the supernatural before right. we start telling right. these stories. Okay. So do you believe in ghosts? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. We do. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Do you believe in things like, I don't know, like creepy creatures, like unexplained creatures, cryptids i think is the name in the supernatural shapeshifters and, stuff like shapeshifters. that yeah do you think that there are creepy unexplainable non-humanoid creatures on this planet that are also not like a regular dog and cat you know maybe. like bigfoot you know oh, bigfoot like stuff like that maybe maybe okay. i don't know you're open-minded about the idea of i'm open-minded yes okay where are you on aliens and ufos and those types of things <laughs> My answer is going to sound so bad. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> like, here's the deal. If there are aliens, if aliens yeah. exist, yeah. I have no opinion about it whatsoever. Like, you know, like you either believe in aliens or you really, really don't. Yeah. And I'm one of those people where I'm like, because, you know, you watch like the old unsolved mysteries about aliens oh, yes. and you hear the stories and stuff. And I literally, it doesn't bother me if there are like, it could be, it could be all fake. It could be all fabricated stories or they could be very real. But like, I literally, it does not bother me. Like you never think like, about aliens until your sister's like, do you believe in aliens? Cause people will like try to pin me down on an opinion and I don't have one. Like <laughs> I always just say, maybe they exist, maybe they don't, but it doesn't matter. Like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. So you're sort of like neutrally open-minded about yes. aliens. Yes. Neutrally okay. open-minded. Yes. Yes. Okay. Speaking now, of unsolved mysteries. Oh, well, wait, you go ahead. Can I ask you, now I get to ask you these questions. Do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in the unseen world. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> that was a really roundabout answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the thing, you guys. Okay. okay. I 1000% believe that there is a realm of spiritual activity that we do not see with our physical eyes. Now, I think that any person who is a person of religious faith on some level believes that there are things that you can't see and can't explain or right. else you wouldn't believe in your faith. Right. That's the, sort of the thing about faith is it's believing in what you can't see. And so if you believe in God or a God or any of the stories that go with your religious faith, there's that. Okay. Right. right. I, as a practicing Catholic, a faithful Catholic, believe in the ongoing, you know, spiritual realm in terms of like, I pray and ask saints to pray for me. I believe I have a guardian angel. I believe every human being ever created has a guardian angel, an actual okay. angel. Like that. one assigned to each one person? assigned <gasps> to you, yes. Ooh. There's a whole bunch of Catholic theology on angels that I never knew existed until we became Catholic. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I yeah. love this. <laughs> it's right up your alley. It's so up my alley. Yes. It's kind of funny because I always say there's a lot of doors to the Catholic faith. Uh-huh. One of them is mysticism and the sort of supernatural part of being a Christian and that as a door I willingly walk through. Yes, yes, right. You know, Catholics believe in many, not all, but many Catholics believe in Marian apparitions. So times that the Blessed Virgin Mary has appeared to people in different times and places throughout the world and given the messages. I mean, that's supernatural if you think about yeah, it, right? Yeah, totally, absolutely. So then when you say, do you specifically believe in ghosts? I mean, I actually honestly do believe in ghosts, I guess is the best yeah. way to say it. I believe yeah. that there are spirits around us. I don't have a good theological explanation right, for how and why 
things happen. You know, I think we kind of grew up in a practice of the Christian faith that would say, well, if there is ghosts, what you might think is a ghost is actually a demon, like right. tricks or whatever. Right. right. Maybe that's true. I don't know. I don't really necessarily super believe that even right. I probably should maybe, but right. Like some of the stories we're going to tell are things that are so harmless and so benign. Right. But I'm like, why would the demon even waste their time doing this? I know. Well, and then also like if you get into quantum theory, mm-hmm. you know, you could view it as like these spirits, whatever you want to call them. They're just like reenacting what happened before. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of a whole other thing. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't have the why behind it, but I definitely believe in it. I think you and I have experienced enough in person. Oh, yeah. We've lived in some haunted houses. <laughs> One I'm jumping us, ahead, but yes. Okay, one of go us ahead. may live in one right now. <laughs> Currently. <laughs> Which we'll get to. Are you starting to get scared? I'm starting to get a I'm little scared. A little I'm getting a little spooked. It is nine. It's almost 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. It's fully light. I'm getting a little spooked right now. You have other people in your home. I'm by myself, so. <laughs> if you hear a bump, it could be one of your kids. If I hear a bump. Uh-huh. I don't And yeah, your dog's at the groomers, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's I'm gonna say if you press me, I will say yes, I believe in ghosts. Even though if you press me further and you're like, well, then what are they? Then I don't right. know what to say about right. them. Yeah. Creepy creatures. I think it's possible. I totally do. Yeah. Again, I don't have a good rational explanation for it, but yeah. Yeah. And then aliens, UFOs. I'm kind of like you in that I mostly don't care. However, when I right. hear stories, like you said, on Unsolved Mysteries, or there's been a couple of podcasts that explore some alien UFO things. Like it's not my favorite part of like the creepy realm of stories. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. Right. I think it's interesting. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. That's a great word for it. Yeah. It's entertaining, but I do not have like really big feelings one way or the other. Like there's definitely aliens or there's definitely not aliens. Right. Speaking of Unsolved Mysteries, have you had time to watch the Netflix reboot? I have, yes. What do you think? I love it. Of just generally the, the idea that they brought it back. You know, it does make me sad that they don't have a host and that it's yeah. just stories. Yeah. But honestly, like, how in the world could you pick a host who could hold a candle to Robert Stack? Like, really? No. You could not. It's kind of like it would lose-lose situation for the producers of that because right. we're saying, like, it is kind of a bummer there's no host because Robert Stack, his narration and commentary on these stories was such a huge part of the original experience of Unsolved right. Mysteries. And I love sort of like shadow of him walking across. That gave me goosebumps just now when I said yes. that, you know, the opening, the Netflix reboot. And the fog. Yeah. They always had the fog and everything. Yeah. They had tried to find somebody to be the host. And you know, across the board, everyone would be like, well, please no Robert Stack. So yeah, so they couldn't have really won either way, I think, on that. I've enjoyed it. They just dropped volume two onto the Netflix reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. And I've just started watching those. I have not made it through volume two yet, but I think it's good. It's good production. Yeah. I I also haven't started the second season, but yeah, I love the first one. Yeah. Okay. Well, Emily, let's get into some of our stories. Some of the reasons why both of us are like, yeah, pretty sure there are ghosts. (laughs) Pretty sure there are spirits. Some of them are just, you know, little pranksters and then some of it's more a little bit more like oh what's going on here right I'm going to start with my first memory of something spooky happening okay when you and I were very little like really little very little very like five and four do you think yes I was just going to say four and five yeah yeah notice how I said five and four because I'm older and you said four (laughs) and five you're the <laughs> it's like OU Texas or Texas OU, right, like right. how you name that epic yep. football game, depending on what state you live in. Right. When we were younger, when Emily and I were growing up with our parents, and we have two younger siblings besides us, our family moved around a lot. Some of these stories are going to take place in different houses. In fact, most mm-hmm. of them in different houses. Yeah. The first house I remember us living in is a teeny tiny small town in Southern Oklahoma. And you and I shared a bedroom yes. and shared a bed in that bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we were laying in bed at night mm-hmm. and it was shortly after bedtime, but I don't think it was far enough after bedtime that we were fully asleep. Do you feel like, or did this wake us up? I think that mom and dad had just told us to go to sleep. I don't think that we were fully asleep. Okay. And the way I remember this moment is we're laying there in the bed. The light came on in our room without anyone turning it on. And instead of it being a normal, 
instead of it being a normal light, can be other light bulb. This is my five-year-old memory of it. Okay. It was like a purple light. I was just going to say purple. Yes. Yes. Purple light coming out of the light bulb. It was almost yeah. like, I don't know, like lightning happened in the bedroom. I don't know yes. how to explain it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. That's so interesting that you said that. I don't think we've ever really talked about this. No, we really haven't. Because my memory of that moment was not just the purple light, but it was like an electrical yes. light. Yes. You know what I mean? So like when the you room said, lit up in a purple tint for a yes. nanosecond. Yeah. Yes. And then we saw, well, I saw that skeleton looking thing. Oh, what do you now? Come on. You don't remember? I don't remember that part. Well, okay. When it happened, I'm not making this up. And Listen, I feel like I've told you this many times. I believe you. Okay. Believe when you. it happened. I know you wouldn't make up any part of this. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to preface any story. You guys <laughs> just know we would have no reason to make these stories up. <laughs> if anything, we should probably be telling these stories in public, no. <laughs> but you don't have to preface any story. I know you're not making this up. All right. So in my memory, when that flash of purple happened, I saw a skeleton standing by the light switch. Okay. Like a full skeleton. A full yes. skeleton. Yes. And it was just for a second. So I feel like we started screaming and freaking out. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then did mom and dad come to our yeah, room? Yeah, mom and, and dad came in, turned on the light. Everything was fine. There was nothing wrong with the bulb. There was nothing right. wrong in the room. And they were like, quit being weirdos. <laughs> go, to <laughs> go to sleep, you little weirdos. <laughs> okay. But that was now. our first experience. And we were Why? really young. We were very little. Yeah. My second thing that I couldn't explain what had happened. Have I told this story on the podcast before? Well, you haven't started it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you were doing telekinesis. You could read my mind. I can't remember if I've told this story or not. Maybe I have. I feel like I've told this story out loud sometime because it sounds so stupid and ridiculous. But this okay. story is why I'm like, I do think spooky things happen, but I do think sometimes it's just pranksters of the spirit world, that same bedroom, you know, when we were like in kindergarten, first grade, yeah, collecting stickers was all the rage. Having yes. sticker books, rolls of stickers, sheets of stickers, getting stickers was like a huge moment in life. Yes. And I had a great little sticker collection going. We would mm -hmm. usually order them like from Scholastic Book Fair flyers or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or from Current Magazine. Current. And I feel like, yes. yes, I feel like mom had let us order some stickers from Current Magazine mm -hmm. catalog. And so I had just gotten this brand new roll of stickers, like and it mm -hmm. was a pretty good sized roll yeah. of stickers. And so I'd taken them into our room and I was like laying on the bed, just looking at my new stickers. And I left the roll in the middle of the bed. And then I got up and stood in front of the bed looking in. I think we had like a mirror with a dresser. Uh -huh. I don't know. This has been obviously many years ago. Yeah. And I was standing in front of the bed and I saw in the mirror that that roll of stickers rolled across the bed with nobody on the bed. Wait, okay. Was it sitting on the bed where it could unroll or was it sitting on the bed like, oh, no. like a cylinder? It was sitting on the bed. Okay. You know, it wasn't sitting with the like center up. I mean, it was sitting in, like you would say, I guess it, where it could roll, but it was uh -huh, sitting right uh -huh. in the center of the bed. And I okay, had Okay. So nothing, right. Nothing could have been on the bed to weigh that part of the bed down so it would roll exactly. towards that end exactly okay. so and it was a couple of minutes after I had stood up so you know like sometimes if you just stand up like you might accidentally knock off something that was on the bed whatever yeah but I had been right. standing up fully and it was just sitting in the middle of the bed and it just as I was watching it just rolled off the bed that's and I crazy. thought I remember thinking this in my mind I thought you or Brandon our brother was maybe on the other side of the bed and had like you flipped the bedspread or something and rolled it Walked around the yeah. bed. Yeah. Not a, not a soul to be seen. No one was there. No one was there. Yikes. Wait, and this was in the same house? Yes. Yes. Right? Okay. Wow. I had never heard that story, Are you by serious? the way. Well, then I definitely I must have not you told it on the never podcast, told me that story. Why do I feel like I've told this story out loud to somebody? Maybe I just had told Kyle. Maybe you told it to Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I told the girls, which by the way, Again, this was when we were very young. And this is when I remember uh -huh. getting into the idea of ghost stories. Now, as I would get older into elementary school, I was obsessed with ghost stories. Mm -hmm. I would check out every book in any library I went to, school library, public library. 
I always looked for the ghost story books. And then yes. I would read them until I was so spooked that I could not <laughs> sleep in the same room <laughs> with that book. So when I would go to bed, I would have to physically move whatever ghost story book I had checked out, oh, move it gosh. out of our room so that I would not have that evil book of stories in there. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. So speaking of, of my girls, I mean, of all of my kids, AJ's the one who is the most interested in supernatural things. And she's and she the one of my kids too. that has seen things around here. She could tell you some stories that even freak yep. me out about our house. Right. Okay. Right. But so yeah. I think some people maybe are more sensitive to the unseen. Do you think that's right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Heavens, yes. Maybe why some people are yeah. like, oh, yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. And other people are like, you're crazy. I've never had nothing like that's ever happened to me in my whole life. Like, what is it called? You're not a medium, but like you're. Well, I don't know. I Oh, what is that word? You're like, I can't think of the word, but you're more susceptible mm-hmm. to, you know, things that other people can't see. I can't remember well, the name of it. Some people but. even just call it being a sensitive. Well, yes, there's that too. But there's another word that I just can't for the life of me think of. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was in one house. I'll just name the names of these cities. It doesn't matter, whatever. Like this was many years ago. So that yeah. was in our sulfur house. We lived right. in sulfur, Oklahoma. Then we moved to a town in Oklahoma called McAllister. And we lived yes. in a somewhat oldish house there, two-story house. Yeah. I'm going to yes. let you tell some of these stories because I feel like you have a better recollection. This was a house. I don't remember anything spooky happening in it, but our dad, who I do think yes. is a sensitive person because he has right. a lot of stories. Right. He does. He had things that he always remarked on that happened in that house. So what are some of the things you remember dad saying about that house? Well, okay. I'm like you. I don't remember a whole lot that happened, but I do remember that like many, many nights dad would be. So, you know, in that house, we had a formal living room and then we had a den and the den is pretty much where we hung out as a family and watched TV. That's where the TV was and stuff. And dad, you know, he's pretty much had insomnia like his whole life. And so everybody in the home, all the bedrooms were upstairs. Everybody would be asleep and he would be downstairs, you know, just watching TV. And he said that he would hear all kinds of commotion and from upstairs, his and mom's yes. from upstairs and mom and dad's bedroom was directly above okay. the den. And he said that it always sounded like someone was moving okay. furniture. Yes. And this would be at night and he would go up there and he'd like want to get onto mom and be like, what are you doing? And everybody in the home would be fast asleep. Yep. And that happened so many times like it would happen he would go upstairs and like even like the next time he'd be like okay this really is happening like y'all are playing tricks on me or something so I definitely remember that and remember there was that really spooky room in their bedroom there was a room inside their room that had like a half door that no one went into and it wasn't necessarily the attic it was just another room that no one went into and we really never knew why yes I don't know wonder about that situation yeah yeah, I didn't have any personal experiences in that home, in that yeah, McAllister home. I don't really home, remember but... that. We didn't live there very long, and, you know, I right, don't remember anything right. happening there. The next house that yeah. we lived in, though, we moved all the way up north to a little town, a tiny town in Nebraska, right on the border between Nebraska and South Dakota, called Valentine, Nebraska. Again, we mm-hmm. didn't live there very long, and we lived in a pretty nondescript, regular yeah. house that my parents rented. There wasn't anything really remarkable about it. It wasn't like extremely old or right. anything. It was just like a house house. Yeah. And that house had, as many houses up north do, have a finished out, sort of finished out basement. It wasn't like right. nicely finished out, but it was right. functional. It had heating um, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was a actual bedroom down there. Well, again, we had four kids in our family and we were always jockeying around for like, who is going to share what bedroom? Of course, our brother always got his own room, but the three of us sisters, we would be paired up in different configurations. Yes. Well, in that house, I had campaigned for, and our parents let us do this. Let me do this. I had a quote unquote bedroom downstairs that just Mm -hmm. had a mattress and like a little black and white TV and stuff. Yeah. And... Man, I would get way too spooked to sleep down there by myself because it was so creepy. Plus, because we were renting that house, there were several rooms. I mean, that that was the size of the actual house. Yes. And there were several rooms in that basement that no one was allowed in. Again, no one was allowed in. Yep. And they were locked. They were locked. And then remember, we had that shower, the stall shower. (laughs) 
we would like play a camp shower. <laughs> we, it was like a camp shower. We would play pranks on each other in there. But remember, like we would throw cold water on each other in the shower. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. That was like, we yeah. would be pranksters to each other. There was we nothing supernatural yes. about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yes. it was creepy. So did you experience anything or did you just get bad vibes or what? That was just a bad vibe situation for sure. Okay. There was never anything that I saw. Yeah. There was never anything that I heard, but I would just, and again, this is very much in my phase of being really into reading ghost stories. So this very much just was probably my little childhood imagination. Yeah. But I would try to stay the night down there in my little bedroom. And I think I only made it through the night one night because I was just yeah. too scared. Well, where did you sleep when you didn't sleep down there? We had a, again, that was a house that had two living areas and one of the couches had a fold-out couch. And so I would just sleep on the fold-out couch instead of sleeping downstairs. You know, now that you're mentioning that, like I have a story and it has a plausible explanation, but I remember sleeping on that fold-out with you yes. a couple of nights. Yes. And I remember in the middle of the night, and this was several nights in a row, I would hear rattling and I would wake up in the morning and I would tell mom and dad, you guys, mom and dad, I heard rattling. I heard some packaging rattling. And they were like, whatever, Emily, like you just have an active imagination. Well, come yeah. to find out like a week ago, we had mice oh. and they were breaking into like packages of crackers. Oh my gosh. And that's what I was hearing because it was like yes. freaking me out. And it happened every night yeah. in the middle of the night when I was sleeping on that bed because I could hear it. And then yep. dad brought out the package with the hole in it. And he was like, this is what you've been hearing. So that yes. actually had an explanation to it. But yeah. yeah. Which, you know, again, sometimes there is a totally logical right. explanation for the creepy things that happen, yes. especially in the middle of the night. So. Yes. All right. Let's fast forward a little bit because again, we lived in various houses in various towns. Sometimes I don't remember, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember in any of the other houses, like anything really spooky happening to us. You do? You remember? I do. Okay. I have one that I just thought okay. of. Okay. okay so... We lived in Miami, Oklahoma. Yes. For those of you who don't know, it's spelled like Miami, but it's pronounced Miami. Yeah. It's up in the northeast corner. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we lived in a really big A-frame house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And our room was in a loft. Yep. It was really actually a really cool bedroom because it was huge. Yeah. Yeah, it was huge. It was a loft that overlooked the living room, but it was yeah. a room. Yeah. And it had yeah, like a bay true. window and stuff. It was really neat. Yeah. Well, your bed was in the corner near the window. My bed was near the railing. Please tell me you remember this story. We were laying in bed together. It was really uh -huh. late at night and we were just yeah. like talking and messing around. And right by that railing, we heard a growl. <gasps> Do you remember I this? thought about that. Yes. yes. We heard a growl and it wasn't, you know, we never grew up with dogs. Everybody no, was we had a cat. Like, but we I had mean... a cat, but it was literally like an animalistic growl. It was like we flew to your side of the room to your bed and like, yes. I don't even know how much sleep we got the rest of the night. But, and then we asked, cause like dad would play tricks on us sometimes. Right. right and right, we right, asked right. him the next morning, we were like, did you growl at us in the middle of the night? Cause you know, dad insomnia, yes. midnight snack, yeah. whatever. And he was like, no, I was asleep and we never knew what it was. Okay. I haven't thought about that story in decades. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Okay. So fast forward to college, you and I went to the same university. We were in the same sorority. So we lived in the same section of the dorms for our sorority where yes. we all collectively agreed <laughs> that spooky things <laughs> happened for sure. Oh yeah. That place is haunted. For sure. In our section yeah. of the dorms. Right. Now I'm going to tell that I remember, so not directly in our section, but in the next section over on the top floor, nobody yes. was ever roomed up there. There was another sorority and they had that section next to us. But because of the way the dorm, like the floor plan of the dorm, they could fit all of their people onto the first two floors. And so I guess the university was just like, you know, it's cost us extra money to keep this floor open or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. We never really had an explanation for why that fourth floor B section, no one lived there. Yeah. Well, there was probably reasons we just weren't told. Now I'm like, maybe there were reasons. Yes. But so the way that this dorm was set up is like all of the sections were connected by doors at the end of hallways. Right. So you could walk in the girl's side of the dorms. You could walk from one end to the other by floor. Yes. And so if you were living on the fourth floor and you wanted to go over to 
a different section, you could just walk through B yeah. section for four. Yeah. And keep on going to go wherever you needed to go. Yeah. And I remember every time, every time we would walk through 4B, just feeling. Oh my gosh. Yes. Arm prickling, hair so raising. ominous. Oh, I can so feel it. So ominous. I can Me feel it right now. Too? I can too. As I'm Ugh. thinking about it, like I can go back to that. That's how strong it was. Yeah. Now it was uncomfortable because, okay, that's why we did it. If you did cut through the fourth floor, it's because uh-huh. you weren't walking through the section of right. authority, right. which was kind of awkward and uncomfortable to do because it's like, yes, we were all in sorority. So we would right. just be hanging out literally like in our bathrobes. Right. And, you know, right. It was very, very communal living, yeah. but it was with your sorority sisters if you were in your own section. But so it was weird and awkward to cut through their sections on the right. second and third floors. Yeah. And so if you were going to cut through to the main section, then a lot of times we'd go up to the fourth floor and go over, except... Or you'd have to go outside and go around. We'd have to go outside and go around. So like during the winter, if you want to go over to the main section to like do laundry or whatever, then you'd cut through on 4B. But girl, I would literally never do that by myself. No, no way. No way. In fact, I remember because later on in the years, you and Kyle became dorm directors of the dorm. Then you could go through the other sorority section because you were dorm director and right. no one really thought of it. But like I would sometimes, I would never go in their section unless I was with you. But like, well, I guess what I'm saying is when you became dorm director, you didn't have to. <laughs> I wasn't as awkward about it. Right. You yeah. didn't have to go through the scary part. You could just go right. on second or third floor and cut yes. across that way. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't remember a lot of specifics about this, but I do think that enough kind of spooky things happened that we actually named a quote unquote ghost of our section. Yes, we we did. We named her Darla. We did. (laughs) Darla the ghost. Darla the ghost. And I feel like she kind of just got blamed for any kind of little creepy. Oh, she did. Yeah. Our friends, I think, have more stories than we do because I only lived on the fourth floor of our section for like one semester, but I think our friends lived up there more often than yeah Yeah. for a longer amount of time than we did yeah so they Mm -hmm. have more stories but everything that happened like something went missing it was darla yes you heard Um, a noise and no one was there it was darla exactly that's what i was gonna say unexplained knocking yeah of those things yeah right yes we would have a lot of fun with that except one time when it was very very not funny was this Uh was after I was dorm director and one of my jobs at the end of each semester, especially in this, this was spring semester. So spring semester was the big clean out, obviously. And yes. so getting everybody packed up, I mean, we didn't have to pack anybody, but we did have to go through and make sure every single room was completely yep. empty. Yep. That was my responsibility. You were kind enough to stay and help me. And so we had yeah. been going through checking room by room, putting any garbage that we found into big garbage bags and, you know, everything's vacated, but this was the fully the middle of the day. Right. And so we're just going through laughing, talking, whatever. And we had literally just gone through the entirety of the two sorority sections. Yes. Checking on everything. We went down the stairs because we were done. Yeah. And we went down the stairs. And as we were coming down to go down the last flight of stairs, we heard the door open. I remember it as being the door slamming. Well, it opened and then slammed. It was yes, the bottom entry door to their section. Yeah. It opened and then like almost as soon as it opened, it slammed. Yes. And we started running. (laughs) I don't think I've ever, I am not a runner. I never will be a runner. I don't think either of us have ran that fast in our entire lives. Like never. And in the future. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. And we knew for a fact, again, we had covered every inch of that place. We knew And that door was not- locked. <gasps> that oh, door was that. locked. Because you had all the master keys to that whole building. Yes. And you made sure that door was locked. My gosh, I'm freaking myself out again remembering that. <laughs> we ran like our literal lives were at stake. <laughs> like the fires of hell were behind us. We ran. We looked at each other. I think that the look that we gave each other was just pure terror fear and terror Absolute like we're terror. gonna die and yeah. we didn't even look at each other that long it was like no door open slam look run i mean it just happened so fast yeah and we were not like kids we were no. you know no we we're in our early 20s right when this happened so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay 
let's fast forward a few years to adulthood. Okay. Because you actually have a story that took place here in Oklahoma City, but at someone else's house. Yes. A sort of a haunted house here in Oklahoma City. Yes. So he lives, where does he live? You tell me. I can't remember where he lives. This was a boyfriend of yours. Yes. Yes. He lives in just like one of the, again, just totally normal neighborhoods. It's yeah. not an exceptionally historic neighborhood, but it's yeah. not like brand new construction. Just, you know, it was probably built, what, in the 60s or 70s, you think? I want to say maybe 50s or 60s. 50s, 60s. Yeah. It's a mid-century normal neighborhood in Oklahoma City. Yeah. But it is near a cemetery, and I will get to that in a little bit. Okay. So, like, when he and I first met, he would be like, yeah, my house is haunted. But he was so casual about it. And when someone says something like that to me, I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. You can't just yeah. say that. Right. And then just go on with your life. That's not how this right. is going to work. Yeah. And so, you know, he told me all kinds of stories. I actually witnessed a couple things. The main thing, well, his theory is that the ghosts in his house are two little kids and they like to kind of play games with him. For example, well, this is what will happen. The toilet paper on the toilet paper rolls will come all the way undone and it'll all like, end oh, up watching it. No, 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 God, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't know what level of spookiness we were talking about. There's no Emily shaped hole in his door right anywhere in his home. No way. Oh my gosh. I'd probably still be hospitalized if that happened. <laughs> no, no, but you would find the toilet paper on the floor. Okay, okay, okay. In both bathrooms, you would find the toilet paper on the floor. Okay. Another thing that he told me happened, and I witnessed this, is that they would lock him out. Like, he grilled and smoked a lot of food outside on his patio. And, like, probably over half the time he went out there, the door would just lock. Like, and there's like, all is there's, it a deadbolt? It's not a deadbolt, but it is a turning okay. knob thing. It's not okay. really a deadbolt. But so it's not like a lock that's in the door handle itself where you could accidentally like push it before Correct. you went outside and you didn't know that you pushed it. Correct. Okay. You have to be inside the locket. Yes. Okay. okay. And so he told me that that happened and he would have to go around and enter the garage code and get in through the garage. And I was a little skeptical. And then I saw it happen. Like we were outside and he was thrilling. And then he was like, dang it, they locked me out again. And he's so casual about it. Like, he's not scared. Yeah. Like, a couple nights, we would hear footsteps. Well, actually, more than a couple nights, we would hear footsteps in the hallway. He had all wood floors, natural, original mm -hmm. wood flooring. Mm -hmm. We would hear footsteps. One morning, we went into the kitchen, and like four of his kitchen cabinets were just wide open. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And also, he used to be a long time ago, he's had this house for a long, long, long time. He yep. used to be married. And when he was married, he rented that house to a guy. Mm -hmm. And about a month after he started leasing the house to this guy, this guy was like, listen, there's something going on in your house. And like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I just want you to know. And so the guy that I had been seeing, he told me that he went over to the home when he knew his renter was not there. And he started talking to the ghost and he was like, oh listen, this guy's cool. Like quit messing with him. He's fine. He's not a bad guy. And then the activity stopped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So did you ever like when you guys were there and you like, you heard the footsteps in the hallway, would he ever be like, would he ever talk to them then? Like, did you ever actually hear him talk to? Yeah. Ghosts? Yeah. He would talk to him and he thought it was hilarious. Like he was not scared of anything. Like he was just so used to them. He would be like, right. Y'all were trying to sleep. He would talk to them like they were people. He'd be like, oh y'all, we're trying gosh, to Emily, sleep. how did you do it? Did you? I wanted to like hide. I couldn't hide enough under the covers. And I told him on many times, I didn't even want to be in a room by myself. Like if he was in a room, I was in that room with him. Like one time uh -huh. he was putting a chair together for his computer desk. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to help you put this chair together because I'm not going to be in any other room unless you're in this room. But yeah, I was never alone in the house. Like if he was outdoor grilling, I was out there standing by him. I mean, it was oh, my pretty gosh. crazy. I'm sure there's other stories about it that I can't remember, but it was pretty crazy. To me, the spookiest things are things that happen when you're fully awake and it's fully daytime. Right. Some of the spooky stuff that's happened to me, especially in this house, I will say has happened at night when mm -hmm. I've been woken up from my sleep. Yeah. And so then I'm like, well... I know what I think I heard, but right. 
I recognize I was asleep, so I could have been dreaming. Yeah. Should we talk about a few things I've heard in this house? Yes. And then I have a story for you that you may have heard, but we haven't talked about me telling this, but it's pretty good. So you go it ahead. In my house? No, didn't happen in your house. Totally not related okay. to houses, but okay. it's a pretty good story. Okay. I'll just give you a quick rundown because we spent a lot of time telling about our ghosts. I want to make sure we have time for some <laughs> yeah. of our awesome stories. Okay. Yes. So in this house, it is not unusual. AJ and I both definitely feel this. It is not unusual to feel like there is somebody in the room with you when there's no one there. Right. Particularly for me when I'm doing dishes. And it's not even like I'll be tuned into spooky things or anything. Right. I'll just be, you know, I'll just be like listening to Taylor Swift while I'm washing yeah. some dishes. And it'll just feel like there's just like somebody right behind you. Yeah. And I will often turn and see, you know, there's nobody there. There's yeah. nobody there. Right. Nothing unusual has ever happened other than just that sense of like somebody is kind of standing right behind you. Right. So that has happened. One night, this was years ago, when the twins were babies. Okay. No, I don't think it was when the twins were babies. Maybe it was. I don't know. This was years ago. I might have actually still been pregnant with the twins. Okay. And, you know, they're seven and a half now. Yeah. I woke up out of a sleep and I heard loudly a music box playing. Mm-hmm. We don't have a music box in our house. Not what? Okay. The girls have never had one. And the girls were much younger then, but the girls have never had a music box. And it was loud in our room. Like in and... the room you're in right now? Yes. Your bedroom right now. Okay. Do you see anything behind me? No. <laughs> no. Yep. But I've also never heard this story though. I feel like I've told you this. No, I've never heard this. It was to the point where I woke Kyle up and I was like, do you hear that? And again, we were asleep. He woke yeah. up groggy and he was like, yeah. He's like, it's probably just one of the kids' toys. And I was like, mm, no, it's not. Y'all don't That's really- not the they... words I use, but- <laughs> And then also your kids don't really have battery operated toys, not very many battery operated toys. Yeah. And also our room, unless we have a baby baby who sleeps in our room, our room is not like a kid hangout. Right. The kids have their own stuff in their own rooms. There's not toys in here. Right. Pretty much ever. So again, that did happen when I was asleep. Kyle says he does not remember maybe waking him up and him hearing anything. But I did wake him up and said, do you hear that? Yeah. And in his sleep or whatever, he said that he heard it. Yeah. So that happened. Another time I was laying in bed, this is when we had our dog, Zsa Zsa, who we don't have anymore. She has a new family, new home, but yeah, she's a big dog and she was so smart. She was crated downstairs mm-hmm. and she could get out of her crate. Yes. She was that smart. We had to put like clips on her bed when we put her to bed at night so she wouldn't lift the, the door and run out. Yeah. Well, so this was when we had her and I was laying in bed. I want to say, you know, it's kind of in that like almost asleep phase. Yeah. Dozing off. And dozing off. And I heard slash felt something run up the stairs, run into our room and hop on our bed to the point where I thought that Zsa had gotten out of her bed and had run up to our room. Because when she did get out of her bed, that's exactly where she went every right, single time. Right. But she would run up the stairs and come up to our bed. Well, and we also need to tell our listeners, your stairs in your home, like, yes, you cannot <laughs> not make noise. Like, if your girls ever try to escape, like, they're done. No. You could step on one. Your teenagers ever try to escape that <laughs> house of horrors that you have them trapped in. Wait, did I say escape? <laughs> yes, you did. It's not what I, I meant. Never tried to. I meant sneak out. <laughs> I meant sneak out. <laughs> that is not what I meant at all. I'm thinking of your middle of AJ trying to uh-huh. sneak out. Yes, That's she my probably thing. would consider it escaping, right, right. by the way. <laughs> she probably would. If anyone tried to sneak out, like you could totally hear it because your stairs There's are so creaky. You cannot sneak in this house. The right. stairs are so loud. It doesn't right. matter how quietly you try to creep up the stairs. Yeah. But that's the weird thing. Like, it didn't sound like Zsa was a big dog. She's and when a she big was on the girl. stairs, you could hear her. So right. It wasn't that loud. Okay. I know this sounds absolutely bonkers to say, but I more sensed something coming up the stairs and our bedroom door was open Uh and our door is right by the stairs. Mm -hmm. I more sensed something like coming up the stairs and coming and jumping on our bed. And I felt the bed, like I felt something kind of like land on the bed. And it wasn't a twin. It wasn't one of the twins. There was no. There was nothing there. Nothing. Oh my gosh. These stories I have not heard until now. They're a little spooky. Well, because you don't want to tell me when I'm in your home. Yeah. Well, that too. I don't yeah. know. Because then you'll be following me around everywhere. <laughs> That's true. 
It's true. Do you have any furniture we could put together? <laughs> I don't want to be by myself upstairs. AJ has a lot of stories of things that she's seen. Shadowy figures. That's Oh, yeah. Thing. She's told me that she's seen a lady several mm-hmm. times. Now, when was your house built? It's almost 100 years old. It was built okay. in 1923. 1923, yeah. And uh, I don't know if I should say this or I not. I wish she could tell us more stories. What, what stories? You have a really scared look in your eye because I, I think don't. that I you're, mean, gonna... you're thinking about stories that AJ's told you and I don't think that you want to say them because you're getting really creeped out. I'm getting a little nervous yes, right now. You are. I have another thing. I, well, no, never mind. Let's go on. Let's go on. Yes, you have a story. I have a story. Now, I don't know if you've heard this. It's a pretty good story. I can't tell okay. it the way our dad does, but it is so stinking good. Okay. Now, I know that this is probably second, third, fourth hand information, but this really did happen. Okay. Okay. So some people know this. Some people don't. Our dad, when he was younger, he doesn't really do it anymore, but he was a Civil War reenactor. Mm-hmm. And one of his best friends in Civil War reenacting is named Skip. And Skip was at a reenactment. I want to say it was Gettysburg, but I could be totally wrong. Skip was at this reenactment and, you know, just a lot of guys like nerding out, having fun, you know, just doing their thing, doing their Civil War stuff. Big old problematic Civil War reenactment thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No, but seriously, it is. It's like, just, yeah, it's a really big hobby. If you know a Civil War enthusiast or any kind of history, an enthusiast that is so into it that they do the reenactments. Right. Yes, you know, yeah. They're, they're it's just, about. it's like a really cool hobby for a lot yeah. of people. Well, okay. So Skip noticed this one reenactor who was dressed really differently than the other reenactors. And he had mentioned this guy. He was like, hey, do you see this guy? Like, he's really in period clothing. Like, he's like going all out. And you know, the other guys were like, yeah, like, he's not from my troop. Like, I don't know what group he's from. And mm-hmm. Skip ended up, and this was at night, he was sitting on a rock, and Skip ended up talking to this guy. And this guy was like, man, this battle, this battle was just like such a big battle. And, you know, I was giving stats about it and, you know, just talking to Skip about it. And Skip was like, you know, Skip is like our dad, you know, he's mm-hmm. very, very well versed in the Civil War mm-hmm. and all of the battles. And this man was just saying all kinds of stuff that Skip had never heard. And the man said, you know, there's a lot of bodies that they never found. There's a lot of men that they never found from this battle. And Skip was like, I know, you know, the numbers are really real. And the guy goes, and they never have found me. (gasps) And Skip turned. Shut it down. He turned to look at the guy. The guy was gone. No, 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 that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Hey, I'm telling you right now, you can call dad right now after we get off this call and you can ask him if that happened. That happened. My arms are alive with goosebumps. I know. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Very spooky stuff. That's so scary. (laughs) I can't believe it. Now I'm freaking myself out. Holy Moses. Okay. Okay. Let's take a break. We've got to hear from a few more sponsors. We're going to yes. come back and we're going to end on a little bit more positive. Yes. Happy. Heartwarming. Happy. Yes. Heartwarming. Note. Not scary. Dead Civil no. War soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Who disappear in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Awesomes, I am so excited to tell you that Legacy Box is back. I love Legacy Box because they provide such an incredibly simple solution to your family's biggest problem. And that is the problem of having so many memories that are captured on old videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures. All of those can be digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or in the cloud with Legacy Box. I know that there is a bookshelf in my parents' house that not only has books on it, it also has old VCR tapes. You guys, they don't even make VCRs anymore, do they? But so many of us have boxes of old videotapes that are just sitting around collecting dust in closets and attics in our family's homes. I was so excited that we got to use Legacy Box to have our photos from our wedding digitized. We only had analog printed copies. We had no originals and we definitely did not have any digital copies. Legacy Box makes it so easy to take those pivotal memories from your family's history. You send it in, they take care of everything, and then 
They give you updates all along the way. And like I said, when you get everything back, you can have it preserved digitally on a thumb drive, on a DVD, the cloud, whatever's the easiest way for you to be able to watch it back with your family and enjoy those memories. Legacy Box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos and has helped over 850,000 families to digitally preserve their past. So you guys get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the family and begin the trip down memory lane. Go to LegacyBox.com slash awesome to get an incredible 40% off of your first order. Buy it today to take advantage of this exclusive offer and then send it in whenever you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash awesome and save 40% while supplies last. Okay, friends, we know that one size fits all may work with all of your different accessories, like your favorite scarf or your best handbag. But when it comes to your hair, we all need something a little different to help us look our best. What if your hair care was as unique as you are? Function of Beauty is hair care that is formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. How unique, you ask? Well, Function of Beauty has over 54 trillion possible ingredient combinations to make sure your formula is as unique as you are. Here's how it works. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz and tell them a little bit about your hair. Next, Function of Beauty's team determines the right blend of ingredients. Then they bottle your custom formula to order. Finally, they deliver your personalized formula right to your door in a cute customized bottle with your favorite color and fragrance. They even print your name on it. Plus their formulas are vegan and cruelty-free. They never use sulfates, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients. Function of Beauty is not just the first ever custom hair care brand. It's the internet's top rated customized hair care brand with over 40,000 real five-star reviews and counting. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash awesome to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash awesome for 20% off and to let them know you heard about it from our show. That's functionofbeauty.com slash awesome. Okay. Well, before we finish up this episode filled with all kinds of goosebumping, goosebumping, yes, that's a new word. Yes. Bumpy stories. For our awesomes, I asked in our hangout group if anybody had any spooky stories of their own that they wanted to share. We've had a couple of threads like this through the years. In fact, that was one of the ones that inspired us to do this episode. Right. So I want to share some that were more like, like you said, a little bit more heartwarming ones. So this is from Awesome Peggy. She says, so my mom passed away in 2008 and then my dad passed in 2015. I have a great nephew who was born in 2014. After my dad passed, my nephew and his family moved into my parents' house. Fast forward to 2018, my great nephew was four and he kept talking about the man who would say boo to him. And now my nephew and his wife were like, stop telling stories like that kind of thing. So it wasn't until we were having a small family reunion party and a picture of my dad was placed on the table. They hadn't seen his picture anywhere in the house. My great nephew walked up to the picture and said, that's the man who said boo to me. My dad was a total jokester and enjoyed children and would have totally been the type of person popping out and saying Oh, I like that one a lot. I like that one too. Yes. Here's another good one. This is from Awesome Sarah. I was up at about 4 a.m. with my youngest and thinking about my aunt that passed away about eight years earlier. I was sad that she never got to meet my kids. I was also very stressed as my husband was having a huge surgery in only a few days. My 16-month-old being wide awake was not my idea of a good time. She started looking at the doorway and waving. She acted like someone was standing there and said, hi to her a couple of times and kept smiling. I got intense goosebumps and felt like a hug almost. I feel like that my aunt was telling me everything was going to be okay. Oh, that's very sweet. Yes. Yeah. Since Nico is 16 months old, I'm like, and I'm up in the middle of the night with him a lot. I'm like, just (laughs) go back to sleep. Do you see anybody? (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't want to know if you do. Right. Okay. One more is from Awesome Stacy. And again, I thought this one was very sweet. And also kind of one of those that makes you go, there has to be some kind of huge spirit realm situation that we just don't know about and don't understand. So Awesome Stacy said, not spooky really, but when I was in fourth grade, my great grandmother came to me in a dream and told me that she had died and that I was going to be okay and she would be watching over me. I woke up and told my dad very matter-of-factly that she had died and was watching me. 
he wasn't sure how to take it or where that was coming from since she hadn't even been sick. Within one to two minutes, my aunt called my dad to let him know that she had passed away in her sleep, the great grandmother. Mm -hmm. Once again, no illness or anything. She was just old and passed in her sleep. Aww. Wow. Yep. That reminds me, I did have a sort of similar experience when we were in high school. The older sister of my very first best friend that I had known since I was four and our family had remained friends for a long time. Oh, yes. The older daughter of that family was a senior in high school at the time. This was when I was a sophomore and was in a terrible car accident to my friend had been in the car too. She was okay. Two other girls who'd been in the car died immediately, but the older sister of my friend had been in the hospital in a coma for a couple of weeks at the point that this happened. Mm -hmm. And I had a dream. And again, it wasn't like it just happened. Right. Obviously it was on our minds, yeah. you know, that this had happened. And so I had a dream one night that and even though I didn't know what her hospital room looked like mm -hmm. in my dream, it was a hospital room and she was in the hospital bed. And it was just like, you know, like in movies where there's like a light shining down from heaven. Yes. situation. It was like that. Just like the room was flooded with light and it just felt very warm and very peaceful. Mm -hmm. And then we did get the call that morning after we had gotten up that Elena, oh. the girl had passed away in the night. Wow. Yeah. So I definitely think things like that happen. Oh, absolutely. For sure. You know? For sure. So, okay. Anything else come to mind or anything else you want to cover? We had a lot. I know. As it turns out. I didn't know we had so much, but pretty good. Yes. Well, I'm going to never be alone again here. <laughs> to make Nico follow me around everywhere. No, not Nico. He's the one who will see something. Right, exactly. Start waving at the doorway. I was going to say make AJ do it, but she's the one that sees things too. So maybe not her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay oh, well goodness. Emily, if people want to follow up with you and talk about any scary stories or talk about any of your scary stories where can they find you on the social media you can find me on instagram at emily34331 and i'm also very active in the hangout group on facebook okay you guys know that you can find me on all of the social medias at sort of awesome meg you can come and find us as sort of awesome in all of the places on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube, you can get your daily dose of awesome from awesome today. Don't miss out on any of that. Again, I'm Meg Teets, and this is sort of awesome. The sort of awesome podcast is a production of sort of awesome media, the company that isn't afraid to give you a good case of the goosebumps. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.